Welcome to Right Spokane Perspective with your host, Tim. And Shannon. It's opinion, fact, information, and your alert system. Stay tuned and enjoy the show. Welcome to Right Spokane Perspective. We are checking in with Grassroots this Thursday with John and Cecily. We're going to be talking about the stuff that they've been doing over the years and stuff they'd like to continue to do. But first, some inspiration from Shannon. Let's talk about when we gather together. Denmark is among the happiest countries in the world, according to the World Happiness Report. The Danes weather their lengthy dark winters by gathering with friends to share a warm drink or a gracious meal. The word they use for the feelings associated with those moments is huga. Huga helps them offset the impact of enjoying less sunlight than their counterparts at lower latitudes. By circling around a simple table with loved ones, their hearts are nourished. The writer of Hebrews encourages gathering together as a community. He acknowledges that there will be difficult days with challenges far more significant than the weather, requiring those who follow Christ to persevere in faith. By gathering together, we have the privilege of encouraging one another. When we're sharing company, we're able to spur one another on toward love and good deeds, which bolsters our faith. Gathering with friends doesn't assure us of ranking on a happiness report. It is, however, something the Bible offers as a means to bear us up in faith under the common frustrations of life. What a wonderful reason to seek out the community of a church or to open our homes with an attitude of Danish simplicity to nourish one another's hearts. Thank you, God, that we can encourage other believers and be encouraged by them as we gather together. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We'll talk, we'll talk about gathering together today with grassroots because that's what they do is they gather together and form citizens and citizens inform each other. They can create grassroots level activism, whether it's politically or working in their community to solve problems, looking at different things that are going on in the world around us today. And that's what grassroots does. They put on movies and gatherings for folks. So we've brought in the principles of grassroots, John and Cecily. Thanks for coming in today. Well, thanks for having us. So what's been going on with Grassroots. We're checking in with you today to find out what's at the grassroots level that we need to know about. For our monthly meetings, we actually expanded late last year and started doing one up north and then one in the valley at our normal location. And then lo and behold, the place that we held in the valley sold. And so now we have a permanent place up north and we're still sort of uh, being gypsies in the valley. So we've been meeting at La Belle V on the second Wednesday of each month, and we meet at Hammers up north on the second Tuesday. So they're the same program, one on Tuesday, one on Wednesday. So are you looking to maybe centralize it and have just one program a month, or are you looking for another location somewhere in the vicinity or easy access to the Spokane Valley? Well, the reason we made the move was because we have a lot of members now that are up from Deer Park area, and it was a long trek for them to go out to the valley. So we opted to do that, and, and now now that group is huge. I mean, for us, it's huge. It's 50 people at this point in that in that room. That Well, it's huge in the sense that you used to meet <clears throat> at one location. Mm-hmm. I remember you were out in the valley. We were at Darcy's. At Darcy's. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you've moved locations there. So you had probably 50 or 100, sometimes 200 people I've seen show up at the grassroots. Mm-hmm. And so now you've got two different locations for ease of access. you got the group up north. Yeah. Uh, but you also have a contingent in the valley yeah. and, and maybe south of Spokane, people that would like to stay in and connected. 
connected to uh, the grassroots level. You know, the information that you provide with the movies, the movie nights, uh, but also that community, like in the inspiration today, getting together and helping reinforce each other's ability to, I don't know, maybe have a First Amendment right where you think you have a right to say something. Well, I would know. like to think we do, but the Republican Party doesn't think so. <laughs> but but it, it was great during COVID. We actually didn't miss a meeting. It was just a place that you could get together and join and friends could see friends. And it really helped. The inspirational message sort of resonated with that because friends needed to stick together during that time. It was really not good trying to shut everything down. It just was not good for the human psyche. Yeah, well, and Jay Inslee's still struggling with how to deal with the optics of all that, knowing that we were falsely put into a, a free-range prison, if you will. You go to the Home Depot, you go to Lowe's, you just couldn't go to church. You know, The strip club was fine, just not a gathering of people that wanted to get together and couldn't protest what government was doing, but you could, uh, could destroy downtown. You could have a riot, but you just couldn't have church. So it's good that you guys kind of had a, a political church, if you will, the grassroots, people getting together, staying informed. Tell us about the history of grassroots a little bit so the listeners know what you've been doing. If the listeners out there would like to show up to one of your events, they know what to expect. Well, you know, this we actually started about uh, 13 years ago, and we called it Movie Night with the Grassroots because we recognized that we needed education, but we were pretty novice, and so we used documentaries and things that way to gather people together and then had great discussions around them. It just sort of grew from there. So, like I said, 13 years ago, it was really a gathering. People would talk, would show a documentary, would discuss the documentary. And then as we learned more and things expanded and we had speakers and other, you know, better documentaries coming out and stuff that way, it just kept growing. So now the sort of format of our evening meeting is we start with, well, obviously an invocation in the Pledge of Allegiance, but we go into international issues as far as what's important. Then we go to national, and we try not to focus too much on that because we really do recognize that local is where we have the most impact. So from there, we go to state issues and then the local issues. And it's been really fun for us in the Valley because we do it on the second Wednesday of the month. And as you know, the Spokane Valley Council meets on Tuesdays. Exactly. And so we usually have a uh, member of the council that updates us on what's going on in the valley. Yeah, and there are a number of city council members that I know that have visited many of your meetings, whether they're to speak or just to interact with people that show up to the grassroots movie night. But also, I remember, I think one of the first grassroots meetings I went to the movie night was the original Agenda movie. And uh, that was the movie that was put together by a North Idaho legislator who had started... Curtis Bowers. Curtis Powers? Bowers. Bowers. Curtis Bowers, yeah. And I remember I can still hear his voice in my head, uh, you know, just telling us how bad things have gotten in our government and the agendas of people that are using government against and so citizens and obviously in contradiction of our constitution and what our founding fathers had and what American traditions have typically been. And so that was the first time I I went there. And then we ended up getting the movie so we could show it to friends. And we saw friends break down in tears because, you know, your reality has really changed when you see the kinds of agendas that are out there, like in the agenda movie, but also like the international news you're talking about. You can talk about the international news 
and what's happening like with that movie agenda or the world health organization or you know the soros foundation whatever it is out there and you can look at the local level they're acting here so that's where we can take action here is at the local level so you guys had the city council from the valley there talking to you you got deer park you're out there now do you guys have any deer park city council members because i know we interviewed candidates for the city of deer parks council i think last year and what we heard about was the biggest controversy out there was they wanted two grocery stores. So I'm, I'm glad they didn't have the homeless camps and the drug problems, <laughs> the things we talk <laughs> about here in the city of Spokane, but they didn't get two grocery stores. So I don't know if that had to do with the outcome of the election or actually somebody that wants to invest in a grocery store. But what's your interaction with the Deer Park Council? We haven't had any per se, actually, as we were trying to, we tried three locations in Deer Park and then switched to Hammers, which is really North Spokane. And uh, so we really haven't got a great relationship going with the North with, side yet. Yeah. With Deer Park yet. So right. we, you just have people coming in mm-hmm. from Deer Park to Hammers. Now, where's the Hammers at? It's across from the cinema up north, the Wandamere Shopping Center, so just north of Farwell. Across from Twigs. Oh, okay. It okay. used to be... The prospectors. 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 Okay, the old prospectors. Yeah. So this is Northwest Grassroots. 13 years in the making and you guys used to have 257 events or something like that a lot of events but yeah a lot of events so yeah 257 events total something like that you said yeah over the 151 months or something like that (laughs) he didn't bring the numbers with us but it's a lot of events yeah Yeah. a lot of events well you guys had candidate forums i've seen that happen whether i was a candidate or going out to listen to to candidates that were running for office in the region mostly spokane county but you had some others and judges I think the judges are very important because most of us don't know anything about the judges, and here they are on the ballot. And, and they still don't tell you anything. And they still don't tell us anything. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, and it's really upsetting when you see they're just unopposed. You're going, really? I think that's an area that we all need to start concentrating on a little more is uh, who are these people and, yeah, well, how, and, how, and are, how, how do they handle their cases and how do they judge? It's important. It is I, important. Well, and we're looking at our country, our culture, the things going on in criminal justice today, and I just saw an article a week or two ago where a fellow granted it was two possibly drug addicts or criminals engaging with each other but the fellow stabbed another person three times with a knife well that's normally a significant criminal act as far as criminal sentencing you would hope so this individual only spent three months in jail and years past you stab somebody you're going away for a year minimum and i don't know where these judges are thinking that we should just have this on the street to make us want to be Fearful. Well, and, and unfortunately, most of the judges live in secure communities where they have their own private security, so they don't have to live amongst us normal people, the peasants, right? What scares me about a sentence like that is if a person has the propensity to stab someone, you're not going to rehabilitate in three months. And so when will we hear of this person again now that he's released? Well, and that is... An- it, that's frightening to me. We're seeing too many reoffenders. We talked about this in last week's shows, people that were going to jail for a month or so after committing another crime. Maybe it was not a serious theft, but maybe it was an armed burglary, but they had 11, 12 different felonies already. People involved in shootings where they legally couldn't possess a firearm. We have a legislature that is looking at reducing our our gun rights, our access to self-protection, you know, limiting. uh, We had silent majority on last week as well, talking about the 30 round magazine issue in, in Washington state and the 
attorney general going after law-abiding citizens. And, and we see that. I mean, in, in your movie nights, the things that people learn is how governments at international levels are trying to affect our local governance and our right to secure our rights and the local governments taking action to get rid of them. Yeah, I mean, this last movie night, we did have a great movie, forget the exact name of it, but it was really exposing the UN, a whistleblower that was with the UN for many years, really talking about what the UN is really about accomplishing. And it's pretty frightening. And of course, the WHO and organizations like that fall under the UN. And then another thing that we focused on was uh, the schools, because of course, you know, this off-year election is probably one of the more important years as far as locals go. And so we've got all our city council races, and we have our, our school board races and things that way. So we went through some of the numbers for schools, and it's quite interesting to see that our school School spending has actually increased. A, a per student cost in 10 years has gone from, let's say, $9,000 a student up to $18,000. Almost $19,000 yeah, Almost, yeah. right. And you're just going, wow. And then you look at the percentage of actual teachers to the overall staff. And it's a minority. Well, the teachers are only 52%. I recall yeah. this because we just covered it not too long ago mm -hmm. here. 52% of the staff are teachers. So there's a ton of staff that are not teachers at all. Teacher salaries now are, are average of 120000 You've got these administrators making hundreds of thousands of dollars. But we have less out, you know, worse outcomes for the children. Yeah. Leaving high school barely literate and knowing how to read. Anyhow, Learning recovery. Learning recovery. Yeah, we talked about that. Go to that show if you we want have, to hear that we have episode. Staff and sitters. Yeah, well, I, we have a staff infection in government, that's for sure. So yeah. we're going to take a quick break. We're going to put some ointment on that. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. A lot of your beef comes from Brazil, Africa, and China. Bet you didn't know that. The Spokane County cattlemen know that, and they are the ones advocating for country of origin labeling on the meat that we buy and feed to our families. Find them on Facebook right now. That burger you just got at your favorite drive-thru has over a thousand different DNAs in it. You may want to consider buying from local producers, and in other words, folks, buy locally. The Spokane County cattlemen are on Facebook and are there to advocate for you, educate and inform you on what's happening in the global and local meat industry, which is Today's corona-controlled society, the shopping restrictions, and possible rationing, making sure that your family doesn't experience food insecurities should be our top priority. You can do your part, be secure, buy from local growers and producers. The Spokane County cattlemen know this and are here to help you. Find them on Facebook right now. We want to thank God and you, the listeners, for the opportunity to continue the Right Spokane Perspective radio show and podcast programming. We sincerely thank Mike Fagan for 12 years of dedication to our listeners and guests of the Right Spokane Perspective. Listeners, it's because of your support we continue to bring you facts, commentary, and alerts on what's happening in local government, politics, and issues affecting us all. Please send your most generous support to Right Spokane Perspective, LLC, PO Box 7620, Spokane, WA 99207. Thanks again and back to the show. And welcome back to Right Spokane Perspective. Again, we are checking in with the grassroots this Thursday. We're talking about their movie nights, their events. If you missed the show, go back and grab the podcast. You can do that using your favorite internet podcasting service. Type in Right Spokane Perspective. And remember, again, we are a listener-supported radio show. So send in those donations, if you could, to Right Spokane Perspective, LLC, PO Box 7620-99207. So again, we're checking in with grassroots this Thursday. John, you got to jump in sideways. 
just tell us what well, you're doing because you're, you're looking for a new location. You're looking for somewhere that you can, as the inspiration we started out the show with today, where people can gather, get together, and encourage each other. Well, we are. And uh, if I'll just drop my email address here at the moment for anybody who wants to communicate with us or to get on our email announcement list so you'd know what the upcoming events are, it's NW for Northwest, NW grassroots at gmail nwgrassroots at gmail.com right dot com yeah so here's what we're looking for we really need some help finding something because we've looked everywhere and we're not we're not meeting this criteria so uh here we're not getting close to meeting the criteria we're not we're, we're fi- i'll go for close you'll go for close okay. i'll go for close okay well hand grenades will get us close okay so quiet surroundings because our presentations make use of audio visual and sound is very important table seating is 50 to 100 moderately priced menu with good tasting food alcoholic beverages tap beer and uh, and that's important to us our our people that come like to come early and mingle and talk and they haven't seen each other for a month most of the time so it really is a good opportunity and and old term of of caucusing came from our founding fathers and when they would leave an argument uh, while they were you know deliberating things they'd go to the local pub and have a drink and smooth things out and that was where the term caucusing came from so and it's it's interesting to me too because today in our culture today they say you know leave politics out of mm -hmm. out of the bar you know don't go to the saloon and talk about politics and don't come to church and talk about politics i think our country's origin came out of pews and pubs that's right Absolutely. So, and then we're looking for dimmable lighting so that we can have a dark room. And uh, and that also means that uh, the room needs to be, if it, if it has windows, it needs to have blockout shade. So, we, you know, the summertime, the sun's up till 10 p.m. Well, and you're trying to show movies on, right. on a screen. Big screen. And, and you guys bring all your own equipment yeah. to, to the facility. So you got mm-hmm. your own screens, you got your own speakers, you got your own sound equipment. Mm-hmm. So the facility doesn't have to have all the audio visual necessarily because you bring oh, we that. we bring it all. Yeah. You bring that, but you just need the room to get dark enough so people can see it and be able to consume the information that's being presented. Right. And so with that, needs to have ample parking, needs to have easy access to equipment loading so that the old folks here don't have to work too hard. And uh, Right. So uh, just a door that you can back up to that's close to where you're going to set up. Yeah. Yeah. With a slide to the stage. A slide slide (laughs) to the stage. Maybe a conveyor belt. And then also uh, close to the interstate or near major connecting highways, people don't feel like they're driving through neighborhoods to find a place. Place. And so you're looking kind of central. So mm-hmm. this is, uh, you want somewhere close to a highway, but you don't want it to be highway two outside of OMAC. You want it no. to be somewhere close to the, <laughs> the city of Spokane. You don't need it. Uh, it doesn't have to be in the center of the city. I mean, I hear city halls for sale. So if somebody's going to buy that, you could use their facility, but you're looking at, you know, maybe somewhere up north or mostly the valley. Are you looking mostly for a central valley. location? Really nice. And they like us. You know, when we were meeting with them to discuss our needs and setting things up we were talking and trump came up we ran the 2016 trump campaign officially and here in uh, spokane county here in spokane county right and that was a lot of fun a lot of great people and so that is the kind of people we hang with you know so if if you like that if you like being called the deplorable if you like questioning what in the world our republicans are doing don't watch the uh cnn and then come to grassroots that might be uh, not a good mix but turn on cnn it's it's laughable to call it news and and information oh i thought the doc the the got documentaries that you guys pursue to inform people with are to me more centrist a lot of people say oh well that's right winger well not really i mean if you're looking at testimony from the un and the un infecting 
our local policies and government policies. I don't see that being any wing at all. I see that being information that we need to know what's informing our government on how to create policy. And so you're looking for a facility to do that. So you just have to have electricity plug-ins, dimmable lighting, like it near a highway or freeway. So somewhere, hopefully in the valley, maybe off of I-90, maybe off of Trent, something like that. Somebody that's got a facility or or, uh, would like to create a facility. This is also a business opportunity for a caterer. So if someone's a caterer that knows where a facility is and they want to introduce their food to a new audience, they can have a partnership with grassroots at an event center that if they know of a place that could house some people it doesn't have to be right off the freeway but within a mile or so of a highway freeway something easy easy to get to easy access good Mm -hmm. parking and does the parking lot have to be paved no you got you guys will do gravel won't you absolutely well you've got a lot of folks that live out in the county in the country they know how to do a dirt road hey we live on a gravel road (laughs) (laughs) you know i live in the city and we're on a gravel road so (laughs) yeah god bless spokane (laughs) yes yes that's that's yeah, God bless Spokane. You know, the, the one nice thing about Spokane Roads is it, it it's the only thing right now slowing down traffic, the potholes. <laughs> well, it keeps your eyes on the road. And the align and the, the tire guys and the alignment centers in business yeah. for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay, so Northwest Grassroots, you're looking for a new location. So folks out there, if you know somebody that wants a business opportunity where you can have guests come and buy food, beer wine and you can fellowship having the time with some good things yeah so what what do do you got coming up at northwest grassroots here soon i know you guys are always toiling over what to present next right well we just finished our uh we're, men, we're mentally on for, for February. Oh, <laughs> that okay. was last week. February 14th was up north. February 15th was in Spokane Valley. And so we don't have the movie selected uh, for the March. Actually, it'll be the 14th and 15th of March also. And what we've sort of learned, I start making a list of things that, you know, we should talk about that are important, that are coming up, that are current. And then what happens is you get a couple days before the meeting and half of those are old news and you know start going, well, maybe you should just start on Saturday and yeah. you know work through the weekend and have it ready for Tuesday because it's pretty crazy. These of course, right now, uh, everybody's interested in the legislation that's happening. Washington things that State, way. Yeah. yeah, Washington State. Uh, pretty soon we'll be having uh, more and more candidates announcing as far as the races go. So that'll, of course, bring people in to talk as far as why they're running for a certain position, things that way. I think Tim Archer will be at our next meeting, things that way. So, And what's he going to be running for, you think? Uh, mayor of City of Spokane. Oh, okay. Has he announced? I believe so. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... He sure announced to me anyway. So you're looking at (laughs) at candidates at the local level. There'll be uh, candidate forums. They can inform citizens what their top issues are, why they're running for office. And, of course, you guys also allow for some questions a question period of these things yeah we have a thing at the end of the program called open mic and it's for people to talk about either anything Mm -hmm. that they've heard that evening or what they want to have discussed also yeah last wednesday was quite 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 productive Mm -hmm. quite productive open mic what kind of what kind of things do do you hear at the open mic at grassroots oftentimes you know open mic city council doesn't want to do open mic anymore because they might get criticized so they, they kind of limited that in the city of spokane but what do you guys hear about at open mic is there questions typically for candidates questions for people maybe in the room that might be knowledgeable about an issue that they're having whether they're a property owner having you know problems you guys hear 
a plethora of those kinds of things or or is it open mic just uh talking about the weather whether or not we have weather well this last meeting uh as i said the focus was on the un and so from that a lot of conversation came up everything from you know vaccine mandates and the World Health Organization to uh, balloons and what's oh, going to happen. Yeah, balloons. Balloons. Oh, yeah, we had to talk about balloons. balloons. That's for and, well, uh, it, it's amazing what's gone on there at the federal level. Uh, and, and I think that the documentaries you guys are going to be sharing in the coming years, there's going to be people creating documentaries that well, show. Now. Let me drop a couple of places people should look. Because I know people don't come to our meetings. I mean, 550,000 people here in Spokane County. And, uh, and, and between the two right now, we maybe get 100 you know, uh, so it's it's really nothing, and it's fun, but it's not having an effect. So I would encourage people to go to Stop World Control. Is that a website? Yeah, dot com. It, it's dot com. StopWorldControl.com. dot com. Yeah, and, and so fabulous. There, there's a lot of documentary creators out there that have created great documentaries, like the ones you guys share at, yep. at Grassroots. But there's also documentary creators that are looking at things like how do I make a documentary that's lucid about the things that are going on in government? Who would spend four hundred thousand dollars on a missile to shoot out a balloon from like I don't know Hobby Lobby? I think it was something like that. <laughs> A twelve dollar balloon cost the, the the federal government, the U.S. taxpayer, uh, you know, obviously four hundred thirty nine four hundred thirty nine thousand dollars. I don't know if that's all the training for the pilot and the creation of the plane. That's just the missile and maybe the fuel I to think get it's there. Just the missile, the missile and the fuel to get there to take out a Hobby Lobby balloon. I uh, wonder if they're going to get reimbursed for their balloon. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I think if you're going to be doing scientific research, and I thought it was funny. I mean, we have world leaders now because the United States president would be considered a world leader. I know how really? fri frightening that sounds. But we have a world leader of, I think, one of the most powerful countries still, if we haven't sold off everything yet. But he came out and said, look, this, this, these balloons were just you know, scientific in nature and, you know, they were pretty benign, no, nothing to worry about. Well, then why are you yeah, shooting them out of the sky with missiles, guy? You know, yeah. it was quite interesting. You know, we're going, hey, Albuquerque has their balloon festival coming up. Who's going to go up in the balloons? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the balloons are no big deal. Well, and, and I'm now, in a rainbow target. Right. Well, they're, and they're, they're taking out scientific balloons that people are studying climate, right? I thought that was the most important thing to them. So climate's a big, you know, disaster. The world's going to end. Well, I think Ocrazio Cortez AOC, she was, uh, I'm trying to, what was her real name? I don't know. Crazio Cortez. So she said the world was going to end in 12 years. That was like six years ago. So we only got six years six. left. Maybe that's why they're not so worried about the train derailments and, and lighting things on fire. Well, and, and you know that the way that people are controlled is through fear. And so that's what we've had is a tremendous amount of fear pushed at us over the years. Climate change being one of them, the pandemic being one of them. Uh, you know, it's, it's fear. And we even have fear as far as are we going to have enough food to eat because this is happening and that's happening. Well, they're creating uh, conditions of fear. Do we have enough chickens? Do we have enough eggs? Do we have enough this? You know, it's... Uh, they're creating and stoking a lot of fear that I think their biggest problem they're starting to have is that people have, have there is obviously that group of people out there that are going to be fearful no matter what. They're afraid of their own shadow. But there's a lot of people that just have to navigate Spokane roads and have to get on I-90 through the center of Spokane during rush hour that we're done being afraid. We do this every day. We can handle whatever weather balloon flies over, right? So I think that there there's a lot of people that are concerned and they're tired of the fear mongering. 
And that's why these documentaries that Grassroots does is important because then you have facts instead of just the narratives that are out there that they continually pump towards your direction. I mean, obviously in news, if it bleeds, it leads. But we also need to understand what's going on, how we can be active. Instead of just being fearful, we can take action against these uh, you know, globalist agendas because they, they play out when we're talking about law enforcement, which we've talked about this week on the show, and crime. The, the crime waves and the chaos that we're suffering from didn't just come out of some leftist idea out of Spokane City Council. It came out of a global agenda to destabilize culture. And everything that we do that talks about that, we always source it. Um, I will say that it's, it's one of the things that I really am proud about that we've done is that um, whatever we talk about, we have backup for it. And we don't talk about issues that are uh, that don't have that, you know, and we don't show movies that are sensationalized. We, you know, Alex Jones has his own business, right? Yeah, we don't. Right. We don't we show don't his. Do we don't show his movies uh, because it's just not the energy that I want, and it's not the sourcing. And 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 I understand most all of what he's talking about is accurate. We're not disagreeing with that. Just don't like the energy with it because we're looking for solutions and his solutions to get somebody with a gun to go stand on the street and start nailing people, and that's not a solution. Well, and there's a difference between information and media chaos. And I think that too much already is sensationalized in what is considered media today, that we really just need to be armed with facts, how it affects our lives, how it affects the future for our children, grandchildren, and the future of our country. Uh, with that being said, the future of this show is over because we're out of time. So I'm hoping the future continues tomorrow. So we'll be back again and in your face then. Bye-bye.